Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Night fans, so sorry you missed the live show, but this replay is brought to you by Gordon and Partners. Gordon and Partners are dedicated to the pursuit of justice for those who've been wrongfully injured at no fault of their own. It's important that you get legal advice directly from somebody you trust, which in our case is Michael Hoffman, a UCF alum. Contact Michael directly at 407-913-5350 or visit the website fortheinjured.com. Don't just trust anybody. Trust a fellow knight. Trust Gordon and Partners for the injured. We're not getting ready for Built by UCF Knights this June 17th. We're watching the Sons of UCF Live. Go Knights. Sorry, on, baby. Well, this is weird. So I'm all alone here. This is the son of UCF Live. Uh, no uh, no co-host yet this week. I know there's a lot of conjecture about the co-host. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, we got a packed show tonight, though. We got Kalia Davis. Tyler Paul will be with us. We appreciate you hopping in. But before I bring in the co-host, and it's a lot of conjecture, I want to give a shout-out to Robert, two letters, two words, on Twitter. He started a poll of who, who won't the co-host be. So I'm going to first show you who's not going to be on the show this evening. First off, don't see this guy. He uh, He's out. He's on a European vacation. He's enjoying his time off. I don't know what happened to his face. We'll figure that out later. UCF Mike is still enjoying this pie. I don't know if he's going to be able to get here in time. He's going to he's gonna try for sure, but uh, apple pie apparently did not go well, so no UCF Mike. Uh, Andrew from, uh, from uh, Black and Gold Banneret threw his name in there. Andrew is not the co-host tonight. No offense to Andrew. He's a very nice guy. Try to get Mike Oresco. I don't know what's up with him. He might be busy. I don't know if he's working the phones. I'm not sure what's going on. That was a that was a nominee. I think that was Mario threw that out there. I'm not getting even touch on this one. Uh, Jen, Judy Genshaft. I tried. I'd love to talk to her. I think she's filling in though for Judge Judy this week. So I'm not sure she's available. So I, I searched high. I searched low, and I found myself what I think is the most uh, uh, welcoming co-host I've ever had. One of the nicest people I know. And uh, he's Austin Camden, our guest co-host for this evening. Austin, first off, I don't know why you signed up for this, but I definitely appreciate you taking the time and and uh, hosting this whatever magical mystery ride we're about to be on. I, I appreciate you kind of reaching out and uh, asking me to be a co-host. I think it's a great opportunity just to you know get back on here, to say the least. Well, let's catch up for people who don't know Austin's story, right? So you, uh, you see a football player, you retired, you thought you were done, and and now you're back. Tell us a little bit about that story quickly, how you came back to be a part of the Knights this season. Okay, so I, I definitely retired in December. Like I thought, okay, time to hang up my cleats. I thought the door was shut behind me and locked. So I was like, okay, let me get back into start my next uh, you know way of life, my next uh, opportunity, my next door. And uh, I got a call, I think it was February 15th. Um, Said, hey, uh, hey, it's Coach, Mar- uh, Coach Martin. We uh, have an opportunity for you. Do you want to come back and play? I was like, am I getting paid? Like, is my schooling getting paid for? He said, yes. And uh, of course, I had a, you know, this stuff with work, and I had to make sure everything was all right. Uh, that way, I could come back and still have a like go to school, come back and still have a job in a year. Uh, and they said, yeah, no, you're you're good with us. So, no, I came back. Uh, didn't really tell anyone on the team outside of uh coach martin alex ward uh, uh anthony Montalvo, 
Uh, and then, you know, first day of uh, spring came back and people were like, what in the world are you doing here? <laughs> Did they think you were confused, like you were lost? Like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. You already graduated. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Some of the young guys were like, "Who is this kid?" Uh, <laughs> all of my older guys are like, "Austin, where where have you been for the past two months?" I'm like, "Guys, I wasn't like on the team. I was still taking classes." But uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was just it was kind of crazy, and uh, I was I'm very thankful for the opportunity because there's not a lot of times people think, uh, "Oh, we need a D tackle. Who can we put on scholarship real quick?" That we you know, know is going to do a good job and get us to where we need to be. Uh, and luckily, you know, Coach Martin brought me up to Coach Malzahn and Coach Malzahn said, okay, call him up real quick. Uh, so I'm just really happy for the opportunity. I mean, are you in shape at that time? Or you, do you have to like go, you know, start doing some running? I mean, you took time off, I think, right? So I imagine it took you a little bit to ramp up. Uh, I mean, so I uh, was still training, but just not as hard. Uh, I lost a little bit of weight. I lost about 15 pounds since this, the end of my the end of my playing day so like december 23rd when the gasparilla bowl was to like february about again 14th 15th i lost about 20 pounds or so and then they gave me from that week up until the end of spring break to like get back in some sort of shape and i actually contacted one of the former uh ucf strength interns from my freshman year and my sophomore year so 2017 2018 uh uh, Corey uh, Birdman and he he was like hey I, I know you do some strength and conditioning stuff right now can you throw him throw me up a program real quick uh, and that program was great it was what I needed it to be and you know I, hop, I hopped back in maybe a, a couple days behind but right now I'm sitting in a good spot uh, conditioning wise and physical attribute wise and I'm getting back to even surpassing some of my lifts I was doing last year at this time. Awesome. Well, for those who don't know, Austin is not just a football player. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's already preparing for his professional career after football. And he's working on a bit of a side project that he's, I think he's a little bit shy, a little embarrassed about, but I'm going to embarrass him. That's what we do around here on the Suns UCF. He's working on a, a bit of a side project, a uh, starting a new podcast adventure. So I know it's very much in the infancy phase. There is a, a trailer episode out, Austin, but why don't you kind of clue the folks in on the idea and, and maybe how they can follow along in the journey to make sure they keep up with your new show. Oh, yeah, I definitely appreciate that, Adam. Uh, this is a shameless plug, and I am happy to plug myself in here. Uh, <laughs> so Confessions of a College Walk-On. Uh, the basis of it is there's a lot of stories that fans never hear or see at all. And there's a whole bunch of people who put their heart and souls into a specific team that don't get the recognition they deserve. And that's the whole thing about being a walk-on. You're not paid. You're doing this off your own free will in hopes of maybe getting a scholarship. but the initial thought is you're not paid. You're going to school. You're like everybody else uh, generally. And there's a lot of hard work uh, and dedication it takes to be a walk-on. Uh, and I really kind of want to explain my story, my teammates' stories, hop around other teams at UCF, and then branch out from there. But the basis is, you know, how you got into sports, how has UCF, you know, your journey to UCF been? How is UCF right now? If there's anything you want to give to the younger guys, like what advice can you give from the cuff, uh, like just straight up from the start, you got to follow this, this and that. And then also it's for those who've come from small towns to be like, hey, I was a walk on from a small town. This is this is basically talking about Alec, Alex Ward specifically. Hmm. He came from a very small town. You know, they had D1 talent out there high school, but nobody was recruiting out there. I think four guys went to college. Uh, and then one guy, uh, he was the only one who walked on D1. Another guy went like D1 AA or D2, something like that on scholarship, and then NII and something like that. Uh, but it's for like how small town guys can get to become a walk on. Uh, and those guys will work their tails off. Alex Ward is just one of the guys who has worked his tail off to get to where he is to get on scholarship. And I just want to tell their story and just give light to some stuff that fans might find uh, interesting. That's the whole idea behind it. Well, that's really cool. And the, the trailer is available now on Spotify. If you want to search confessions of a college walk-on, you'll hear a bit of a 30, 35 second trailer for Austin. He's got some other plans in the works. He's working for some other UCF guys, which is great, by the way. Love when you guys get to keep stuff in the family like that too. So uh, we welcome you to the podcast space. It, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but uh, we welcome you to the space. I'm sure you're going to be wildly successful. We've already got people in the chat saying they're uh, 
uh, they're going to uh, subscribe already. So you've already got a bunch of fans. Uh, listening I, to the show. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, I also think I posted it to Apple Podcasts as well. Okay. Don't quote me on it, right. but I think I think I'm on both those two flat uh, platforms to start. Uh, as things progress, I will uh, branch out. I actually have a legitimate email for uh, for that <laughs> in case any fans want to go ask questions. Uh, it's uh, walkonconfessions at gmail.com. Is that awesome? If you want to get in contact that way or kind of like, hey, can you answer these questions for me on one of your episodes? Like, I'd be happy to. And I'll always announce like, hey, this is the next guy I want. If you want to send in questions, please do. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it open like that. Try to be clear and concise through... I kind of want people to have like an availability of like, hey, there's no glass wall or no velvet rope here. Just go ahead and ask the guy. Awesome. Well, let's uh, quickly transition to some news around UCF. Uh, a double boom was heard, Austin. Andrew and Michael Harris, four-star kids, local from Orlando, linebackers, commit to UCF. I don't know if you're allowed to comment specifically. Uh, I don't want to put you in, in any jam on that, but maybe just answer this for me, larger picture. How exciting is it to see the talent that that the staff is bringing in and all the kids that are committing to UCF? You've been there for a long time. How cool is it to see a lot of these kids now, especially the local kids, staying home and going to UCF? I think if you're local, especially in Central Florida area, you're local and you stay home at UCF, you're just building the local talent pool because you'll end up drawing guys who are like, okay, I'm from Northern Florida, uh, but the talent in in Central Florida is good. Let me try to see if I can move down there. And that just, you know, iron sharpens iron. If you get guys, you know, sharpening their craft and, you know, playing against each other in Central Florida and they're all going ended up going to the same school it's a whole a whole lot better for us um but it kind of brings up like you know it brings up schools they have some pride they can give i know like my high school lyman high school in longwood they they kind of like retweet my stuff and kind of celebrate when i come back and they love when i come back and talk to their their football guys i know we got the twins from Seminole and, and cam too like there's a lot of it's great to see local talent staying local uh and that's just because it's probably going to build out branches in the community that will probably reach in for like generations well, hopefully we see uh we sort yeah, see more booms coming in austin you mentioned coming back and uh and continuing to be around i'm super glad our next guest was able to hop in it was kind of short notice he was able to help us out and hop in last minute friends welcome kalia davis back kalia Hello. obviously a, a a former knight now uh embarking in his nfl career first off kalia thanks so much for taking the time to join us in the show no problem man you know i always show love to y'all man you are the best. Let's start here. Probably the question everyone wants to know, man. How are you feeling? I know you're you rehabbing that knee injury. You were you were you were up up and at him pretty quickly after that. How, how's the knee feeling? How are you coming along with rehab? Oh, it's going good. Hey, what's up, Ice Man? Oh, Ice what's man. up? Okay. <laughs> what's up with you? Uh, you know, hanging out. Yeah, it's going good, man. I've been posting videos on my on my social media or whatever, and uh, you know, it's just feeling it's feeling a lot better, man. You know, it's coming along well. Coming along well. I'm on. I'm I'm right on schedule where they want me to be. So, yeah. What's that time plan? Are you, are you gonna be ready for camp? Are you ready for the start of the season? Any any ideas yet? Oh man, I, they, we don't know yet, man. We just we just taking it day by day. Really, just on, depending on how I feel, you know, depending on how my knee is uh, reacting to the the things that they have me doing. Go ahead, Austin. Oh, sorry. I was like, ah, I didn't know if it was my time to ask a question or not. So, Katie, uh, kind of go through us, uh, uh, go through with us. Like, what, what do you think the biggest difference? Like, let's just go with lifts. What do you think the biggest difference between college lifting and the NFL lifting that has you've experienced so far? Oh man, it's just, uh, man, I, I think the biggest difference is you, you're a grown man uh, uh, here, man. You got more, a lot more freedom, like. Right now, we we got like forty days off. You know, even the vets have more than forty days off. And uh, you know, you go out and train by yourself. You know, kind of like I, I I heard it going around like FCS schools. You know, during the summer they go get jobs, and you know they come back during camp. You know what I'm saying? And B1 schools like UCF where, where they're at school training all summer. You know, so I thought that was kind of how it was going to be. But in the NFL, you you will train. You know, they. They would like you to stay, but, you know, they don't force you to stay. You can go off and uh, have 40 to 50 days off on your own and go train and just make sure you, you better make sure you, you're in shape for camp. You know, so it's more they let you be grown. You know, they let you be responsible and, uh, you know, and 
the guys who are smart, they take advantage of that uh, that time off. That makes complete sense. And uh, how, how have you been responsible? You've been responsible, especially with your money, because uh, I know you, you got maybe got a signing bonus. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, you've been responsible with that so far. Man, I got a little song, song, man. You know, <laughs> you know man. Uh, I, I've been really responsible. I got a uh, financial advisor, so you know, I'm locked in with him. You know, he got he keeping an eye on my spendings, you know. So, good thing. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you, you definitely took care of that in uh, at least I thought our last year, so you know, keep doing you, man. Yeah, man, yeah, I've been, I'm, uh, I'm here, I'm uh, at the facility, uh, rehabbing. 40, 40 days off, so I'm I'm one of the guys who stayed around. Oh, that's good. Yep. Kitty, we got a question in the chat. Uh, someone wants to know, uh, Iceman, why do you call Austin Iceman? Okay, oh, hey, that's true. That, that's his name, man. Look, hey, Twitch.tv, Iceman Camden, man. Yeah, Iceman <laughs> underscore Camden is yeah, my Twitch name. Well, follow, man. You, you know, real gamer <laughs> in the building, man. Me and Camden really one of the, the – me, Camden, Montavo, one of the last gamers alive, man. You know what I'm saying? For – as far as uh, you know, you see a football wise, man, nobody really be gaming but us, you know. So yeah, well, I got I got to ask then. Let's talk some trash here. Who's better, you or you or Iceman? KD, play with him, man. You know, but I t- I t- we we play different games. You know, I'm tuned into his streams uh, every now and then, man. You know, he played a Halo, you know, whatever. Uh, Overwatch. No, nah, it ain't Overwatch. It's uh, Destiny. Uh, yeah, it's Halo, Destiny, and right now Elden Ring, kind of in the mix. Elden Ring, yeah, I I couldn't get into Elden Ring, man. I got onto the wave late, and I think it was just too late for me. Yeah, it's it's a hard game to get into at first. It's Dark Souls, and they don't market it as Dark Souls. Oh man, yeah, I don't know too much about that, but yeah, 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 you can't be streaming, man. That's why I call him Ice Man for sure. Yeah. I don't know what happened the last three minutes of the show, but uh, so Katie, you're out in the Bay Area. I lived out in the Bay for a while. How do you like living out west? What have you? Any new food? Any new cultures that you've kind of uh, you've kind of gained since you've been out there? Uh, shoot, man. Uh, not really. I, I mean, I, they brought me in on a pre-draft visit, and that's when I went and looked at the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, the the tall trees. I forgot what it was. The redwoods. Redwoods, yeah. Uh, yeah, I looked at. Uh, I looked at Alcatraz from afar. I was too scared to go on the little tour, but uh, I just got me a car. I got my car last week or whatever. So, uh, shoot, maybe I can get around the city a little bit more. Obviously, you're a kid growing up playing football. Uh, you, you probably have dreams of being in the NFL one day, right? So here you are now. Have Has the experience lived up to the dreams? Has it lived up to what you thought it would be? Shoot, bro. I'm, I Like, it really hasn't really kicked in, you know, yet. Like, I... I you know, I'm close. I've been getting close with George Kittle. You know, I've been I met Trent Williams. You know, Javon Kinlaw, all those guys, Fred Warner, and it just I, it hasn't really felt real yet. You know, so like hopefully when camping, I'm locked in with them boys like 24/7. You know, maybe it'll kick in then. But like you know, I don't know if it's this. I'm just been rehabbing 24/7. But shoot, bro, it's still it's still surreal, most definitely. Go ahead, Ice Man. All you. Sorry, I just I'm I'm going through some of the comments here. I see two letters, two words going. Does Austin have a disco uh in the next room? <laughs> no, uh, two letters, two words. I uh, live with my parents right now, so what's going on behind me is my dad's uh work computer. Oh, let me get out of the camera way. How do you see the comments, man? I can't see the comments. Oh, it's uh go from private chat to comments, and that's the that's where like everyone is posting uh, apparently some a lot of people keep saying i already have a better uh attendance percentage than mike that's correct that's correct yes oh lord uh uh shoot i don't know i i kind of spaced out a little bit when you were talking to adam and i'm not gonna lie about that but katie have you found one one place that you think is like okay this is the food i can eat almost every single day here that's not like one of our regular chain restaurants man i ain't gonna lie Shoot, I've been eating a whole bunch of like they hit us with the door that I mean Grubhub. We got uh because they're moving our kitchen right now, so we get like you know uh a little Grubhub thing, you know, mm-hmm. Grubhub uh coupons every day. So today I ordered Subway, you know, but uh as far as like I found this, it's called chicken over rice, and it's just you know chicken over rice, mm-hmm. you know, uh sweet and sour sauce, and I was eating that because you know they got me on a little healthy diet or whatever. And uh, 
I tried to eat it like every night for like a week and then I just couldn't do it, bro. So chicken over rice was one place I tried to eat, you know, for a week. But now I'm back on my subway, Chipotle. I had Chipotle yesterday, you know. But I'm still making healthy choices on those menus, you know. But uh you know, I'm still all over the place. Yeah, no, I, I get that completely. Uh and then just another quick question on top of that. You said you kind of explored uh San Fran a little bit, especially on your pre uh your pre draft uh tour. Uh, what do you think? Uh, did you get to ride any of the uh, the trolley system that goes up and down San Fran? Nah, you nah. gotta you gotta give that a try. It's been a couple years since. Uh, shoot, I was back there when I was nine, uh, but it's been a couple years uh, since then. And it was it was a lot of fun, especially as a little kid, because you can literally hop on and just get off all the way at the top. That's like the train. Yeah, it's like the little like tram system they got going up and down like uh, one of the main streets and stuff. And there's a lot of good sites you can actually see right off. You can pretty sure you can get off at uh, it's, it's there's a one tower up there. I forget what it was called, but it's just like a, it looks like the almost leaning tower of Pisa with, but it's just straight vertical. I forget what it's called off the top of my head. I ain't really been out and about yet, man. But uh, well, I mean, you know, I got my whip. Hopefully. Yeah, I know. Get get to explore the town. Uh, parking yeah, we're not, we're not near that though, you know. So we call it the San Francisco 49ers, but we're really in yeah. Santa Clara. Yeah, it's like an hour away. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah. You know, so um, I don't know if I'll take that drive. You know, on a little one of these weekends coming up. But shoot, oh, just be careful, like man. I seen the Redwoods and the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Hey, that's a good start, fog, though. Fog, like they named the fog Carl. Yeah, oh, they got like fog that comes in. It's crazy. They got fog that like just keeps coming in like yeah, every that's, morning. That's that's, that's never the fun thing, especially when you're up on one of the ridges on the on the outskirts <laughs> of town. Nah. Okay, we got a question from uh, somebody else here. Any any rookie hazing so far? Anybody uh, make you sing an alma mater, tape you to the goalpost, anything like that? Oh no, nah, no, nah, they ain't doing that. They ain't doing that here, man. They not. Uh, you know, maybe no. Nah, we got a good group of vets, man. Like they told me, uh, they was telling me about their rookie experiences, and they just told us how good we got it, man. Like you know, they, they don't have anyone like that in the in the room. So you know, they they they've done nothing but love us up, man. And just uh, you know, nobody's on no hate and stuff, and uh, you know, trying to keep someone down, you know. So everybody wants to just win because we run. We have a system where everyone plays, you know. So. They re, uh, we rotate every three plays, so like you know, especially on the D line group, they uh, we it's a tight knit group, most definitely. All right, well, we'll get you out of here in this question. Obviously, you mentioned you're three thousand miles away. Are you still able to keep up with Austin and the boys? Are you still keeping an eye on what UCF's doing and 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 any outlooks on the season coming up? Um, I I'll be trying to keep up with the little um with my little dogs, uh, Gene and um. Yeah, Gene, them navels in Miami. I tried to catch them because I was just in Miami last week, you know. So I tried to catch uh, my my dog Jeremiah Gene Baptiste out there, but we just couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, I still hit my dogs up, man. It's just crazy that the time difference, like you know, because uh, I'll call someone at like eight o'clock this time, and it's almost midnight over there. So you know, I'm waking them up by they sleep. So it's just the time difference is is really like messing up, you know. But uh, I, I most definitely keep in touch. Well, look, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you, you got a lot going on. You hopped in last minute, man. Glad to hear things are well. Glad to hear you're enjoying the Bay Area. We got some food recommendations for you, by the way, here. Uh, someone's telling you to go to uh, uh, Gordon Gordon Birch. I'm going to put it on the screen for you there. Maybe not. Uh, we got some dim sum as an option from uh, from Robert. Dim sum, what that is? I heard of that one, huh? <laughs> we got uh, Gordon Birch. Hold on. Hey, Jessica, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'm going to be back. Hold on. Got a lot of fans Carl, in the Carl, chat. Carl, hold on. KD, Carl, cars hang off the side, huh? <laughs> no. There's some There's some bad advice. Don't always follow the chat. There's some bad advice in the chat, man. But we appreciate you hopping in, man. We'll let you get back to your dinner. We'll let you get back to your, uh, your afternoon, man. But uh, thanks for hopping in, man. We're glad to hear you well, and we'll catch up soon, okay? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Hey, Cam, hey, man, hit me up, bro, man. I want, I want to hop on one of them games. Oh, no, yeah, I'll hit you up. Uh, uh, you free this weekend, kind of? <laughs> I'll let you know, man. man. Okay, I'm free man. these weekends, bro. Yep. All right. Got y'all, man. Well, have a nice night, man. Have a great day. Right, see you, hey, bye, chat.
Elliot Davis joining on the show. Is he as fun in real life as he seems in these conversations? He just uh, seems like he's always a, a lot of fun. Oh, no. Uh, Katie is all, has always been a lot of fun. Uh, he's one of the first people to crack jokes. And, like, uh, we know it's a serious – like, we'll be in, like, a meeting and it's very serious. And then it gets time where we can relax. And Katie's always the first one to crack a joke. And we've always been – he's a good – He's a good icebreaker when it comes to the, a lot of stuff. Um, sometimes if he, like if we're, he, he's being, yeah. Ah, geez, I can't speak sometimes. Uh, when we're honest and we're serious about stuff, he can break the ice like, okay, let's focus on this uh, because this is going to get into our mental way too quick if we keep talking about what we're talking about. So he's, he's pretty good about shifting the energy to something that's more uh, productive rather than something that's kind of a detriment. Let's get back to some news for a second. Obviously, dominating the headlines these days is, is conference realignment. And I'm, I'll start off with by telling you this. Nobody knows what's happening right now, right? If you're listening to reports, ACC is going to break apart. The Pac-12 is going to break apart. The Big 12 is going to absorb schools. Some schools are leaving. The Big Ten's not done. The SEC is not done. There's TV contracts. There's grant of rights. There's all these things out there, right? There's just a lot happening right now. No one knows what's going on, uh, to, to be perfectly honest. People are telling you they do. I think very few people are plugged in. And so, uh, Austin, I'm not even going to ask you to, to, to guess at what's going to happen, but but I will ask, as a player, how much of this noise is impacting you and your teammates? I mean, obviously, you got a season to prepare for. Um, you know, you can't do anything about that right now. Is this noise impacting you and the group at all? So, it, again, like you said, it's really noise is what it is. Uh, it's just stuff to fill the air while football really isn't going on when there's a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, people are trying to be interested about and trying to hype up football. Uh, but you know, conference realignment, people are going to change conferences. That's just the name of the game. Uh, you know, most recently, I, I think uh, what Mizzou was the first one I can think of off the top of my head that was like, oh, we're going to join the SEC. Uh, and that happened, what, two, in the 2000s? Somewhere, yeah, somewhere around Missouri the and Texas A&M went to SEC. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's, you know, I've been in the American since 2017. I'm getting out a year before we get into the Big 12. So I'm not, I'm, in my mind, conference realignment, we're going to play who we're going to play. That's just it. Schedule might be a little different, but we're going to play in a conference. We're going to try to compete in the conference. Uh, yeah, that's what I see where the future going. But right now, it's it's noise. None of our guys are really paying attention to it. They're focused on more of like, okay, how can I get better right here, right now, so that way I can focus on this season. Conference well, realignment is going to happen after yeah. season. So. Well, from an, so obviously, you know, a lot of these deals are TV related. They're they're obviously money driven, but there's some real consequences for athletes. What are your thoughts on if, if some of these rumors are true? UCF could play conference games in the state of Washington, literally a 3000 mile trip to play a conference game. What does the impact of that kind of stuff have on an athlete? Long travel trips like that. I mean, is that, is there any impact on, on, on players, particularly football is one thing, but think about the Olympic sports and, you know, softball, baseball, some sports like that. Is there a real impact on athletes with that kind of travel? So, yeah, I, the flight time is always a problem uh, because you always got to manage it when it comes to things of, yeah, two letters, two words. With, uh, with us start <laughs> he's with got jokes. Back. He's got jokes. Yeah, he's you're got a lot this of all them, night. Yeah, but I appreciate them. So, uh, they they keep me laughing a lot. But yeah, it it definitely does when it comes down to it because um, it's a what three four hour flight out west at minimum uh, six hours. It's it's six oh, from six five and a half to six from Orlando to to San Fran. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a long time, and you know people can get sore and you know get stiff. Uh, so you got to think about like travel time. Okay. Do I have to leave another day early? That way we can get adjusted based off of, uh, you know, based off of like, if there's a height differential, cause out West it's a lot higher than in Florida, uh, elevation wise. So there's, a, there's like a whole bunch of factors when it comes down to it. Uh, and I think that may sort of affect situations like that, but you go to like teams like Hawaii, Hawaii has to like, why is in the middle of nowhere, literally, because yeah, it's sure. the only state in the ocean right there. And they have to fly, what, a minimum of like four or five hours to even get to the mainland. And then they have to fly based off that. So I don't know how their team does it. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely going to be hard uh, moving on uh, when it comes down to it, I, I believe. But, you know, through careful planning from not only a, a sports uh, performance staff and the sports nutrition and coaches in general, uh, it shouldn't be much of a problem. 
Yeah. And again, this it's a lot of noise. I'm not going to pretend that Austin and I know all the things that are happening because every four minutes on Twitter, somebody else has some sort of a new breaking news story. So uh, just continue to follow the folks that, that kind of matter to you. And and and, and obviously UCF is going to play where UCF can play at this point and all that stuff will figure it out. But Austin, before we get to our next guest, I'm going to do something fun for you. So if you listen to the show a lot, and you should, by the way, uh, we do we do a lot of top five lists. We always rank some things around here. So I've got top five Austins. Are you ready for the uh, the top five Austins list? Okay, let's let's get this going. All right, here we go. Number five, Austin Eckler, running back, L.A. Chargers. He's a fantasy steal. He always gets you a lot of points in fantasy. Shifty back, you know, he gets a lot of yards, a lot of touches. He's a, definitely a keeper in a fantasy league. So he's number five on my top five Austins. Austin Eckler. Your thoughts? Uh, I, I was thinking, uh, trying to think of the other top five Austins. Okay. Uh, well, I, for some I, reason, I thought Stone Cold was going to be on this real quick. I don't want to steal it from you. Number four, Brian Austin Green, former actor, 90210, was married to Megan Fox, not doing so bad for himself. That broke up. Apparently, he's got somebody else. He'll be fine. If you're a, a, an old 90s fan, Brian Austin Green is, is somebody of importance to you. So he's my number four Austin, Brian Austin Green. Uh, Austin, do you have a favorite Brian Austin Green moment? Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I okay. was a little too young to watch 90210. Uh, You're missing out. Reruns yeah. on Hulu. Third, Stone yes. Cold Steve Austin. Yes. There he is. <laughs> Got to go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, I think, you know, Mac Loudermilk at the, at the Peach Bowl had the, the perfect with the water bottles, the, the homage to Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's, uh, he's my number three, Austin. Your thoughts? Uh, I I feel like he should be higher on the list, but that's personal preference. Uh, I, okay. I grew up watching kind of re- reruns of Stone Cold, so... Uh, I was excited uh, that he made the list, say the least. Okay, good, good. Number two, this guy right here. When was this picture taken, by the way? What was this your freshman year in 2010? Like, when was this photo taken? That was last year. Oh, boy. Okay. They didn't tell us we were getting uh, our photos taken. Like, I found out less than like three hours before that photo, and I did not have time to get a haircut. So I looked terrible in that. All right. Well, that, 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 that actually impacted my decision. That's why you're the number two Austin of my, uh, my top five Austins. And the number one Austin, do you have any guess who it is? Uh, is it Austin Half? Please don't tell me it's Austin. It is Heff. not Austin Half. No, okay. no, I'm sorry. I'll respect Austin, by the way. Yeah, I'll respect to him. But Austin yes, Powers. Okay, okay, <laughs> you gotta okay go. Austin Powers is number one. He's a legendary movie actor. He had he had three movies out there. He seemed to be good with the ladies, even though you would look at this and go, "Hey, that's not going to work out." Uh, so uh, Austin Powers, my uh, my my number my number one Austin. Uh, I'm okay with that one. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you was two. actually that was actually funny. I, I do appreciate that. That was a good laugh. Uh, I'll have to come up with my uh, you know my own set of uh, top five Adams and then Adams, feel free. Yeah, I mean, feel free. I mean, that's there. There's a lot of a lot of great ones out there. But uh, another great uh, person out there is our next guest in the show. Uh, somebody we've had on before, and uh, I know uh, a good teammate of yours, Austin, a good friend of yours, and someone who's got a really cool thing he's working on now. So let's bring Tyler Paul into the conversation. First off, Tyler, can I get your assessment of my top five Austins? Do you have any any beef with any of my top five Austins? No, no beef at all. I love the um the Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's he's a classic. And Austin is, Camden, of course. <laughs> is Austin Camden too high? Overrated? What do you think? Personally, I would have put him at one, but oh wow. Yeah. Stop feeding into my ego. <laughs> Sucking up to the host already. I uh, I like it. Uh, we'll, we'll get to what you're working on here in a few minutes, Tyler. But let's talk a little bit about uh, you specifically. Uh, so you play an interesting position, right? You are the you're the long snapper, uh, and you sit behind a, a pretty good player in Alex Ward. Have you ever been tempted to like tie his shoes together so he can't get on the field, or or hide his helmet, or do something so they're like, Paul, get in there? Have you ever been tempted to try to get him off the field? Um. No, I I respect Ward a lot. He's been like a big brother and an excellent example to sit behind and learn from. So I haven't ever tried to tamper with him. <laughs> All right. Well, just just an idea. One thing I know the R Time series that was on last year was really illuminating for a lot of fans. And there was an episode where they they talked a lot about what what that preparation looked like. And we saw, you know, Alex in there, you know, charting his naps, where they hit, where they landed. I think a lot of people probably don't understand how, maybe how difficult, how challenging that position is. Tell us a little bit about what you have to go through as a long snapper and sort of your preparation and how you continue to have to work in practice to, to, to get better at your craft. Um, so the major thing is the mental, and that's for all specialists because, once we mess up and we have a bad rep, we're already fighting ourselves in our head, like just eating at ourselves. So the hardest part is basically shaking that rep off and going into the next one. Um, 
there's a lot of just minor things because at this at this level it's all muscle memory so you can go out there blindfolded and snap a ball and basically have a pretty good sense of where it was on the punter or the holder um yeah it's just a lot of minor things making sure our shoulders are good everything's loose and yeah Well, I mean, you know, Tyler, we're teammates, so it's kind of hard to ask you questions sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, who's the best at ping pong? You guys play a lot of that sometimes. It's definitely not me. I am nowhere near the best. Ward will give you a run for your money. He's well, he's very competitive in anything he does, but ping pong, he he runs the table. Um, Daniel Barsky is pretty good. Curvin, Alan Curvin, he he was fun to play against because he he liked to just yell at you the whole time and get in your head. But yeah, I'll <laughs> go with Ward or Obarski. Yeah, I believe that from the amount of times I've watched Ward play against uh JRP, and mm-hmm. that's that's a heated battle yeah. in that in those games. Um, are we playing tag during fall camp or no? Oh, yes, oh, that yeah. Is. Oh, also easy. Uh, Chef, remember it tomorrow is his uh, final day. So you didn't know. know about that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. know Sorry. About that. So uh, interesting. UCF Breaking news. news. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, one of one of our equipment staff, he's moving on to another job. He's been here since twenty seven. Uh, since like I got here, he's probably been here longer than that. But he was over at the softball, working director of operations there, then came back to football. But yeah, uh, Kyle Shepard, uh, it's his last day tomorrow. Uh, great. You know, he works great with uh, you know, uh, Brad and, and and Kenny in there. So, uh, you know, give him a hug tomorrow. Probably, preferably before we do the run or after you take a shower. Just yeah. <clears throat> that way he's not like completely like drenched by the time we all get out. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt on this one. Uh, tag. Can I get more info on, on how y'all play tag? What is, what are we, what are we doing there? Uh, okay uh so i think this started in 2016 it could have started longer than that but it it initially started with the some of the equipment staff members and uh some of the football players especially the specialists playing just a regular game of tag uh you can only tag you can't you couldn't tag the person back that tagged you so you'd have to go and pick everyone else that was in the game uh and it was basically a free reign like you could show up anywhere if they were there, you'd just be like, tag, you're it, see ya, uh, and that'd be it. Um, uh, so yeah, it's uh, is it's there, gonna be a little bit of a heated battle this, this year. Can I get the can I get the top five tag players? Like, who, how, what are the power rankings in terms of who's really good on this tag team? Uh, Ward, Shep, oh, shoot, Rich was up there because Rich would be sneaky, which AJ. was our old equipment manager, uh. Uh, prior to uh brad coming in aj was 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 tricky too not osteen because osteen had no idea who was who was it at all during the entire day (laughs) yeah he'd come up to you and tag you and be like you're it and it's like osteen i was i was already it (laughs) like okay now you're it (laughs) so um do you guys play football too or no is it just tag and ping pong (laughs) is that that all we're doing (laughs) a little We, someone's uh, suggesting one of you guys wear a GoPro next time for the tag game. So, you know, maybe exclusive Suns UCF content. We'll strap a GoPro on one of you two, and and we'll just we'll just see what happens. Maybe that'll be some fun. I got I got one here sitting on my desk right now. I can get the <laughs> chest hardness and everything, and just go go for it. Um, yeah, I almost did that last year. We had uh, one of our uh, student equipment managers, AJ, I almost showed up to his house, <laughs> knocked on his door, but he wasn't home. So I was like, ah, okay, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, that that would, that would be awkward. Well, Tyler, obviously, one of the other reasons we want to have you on is uh, I know you're involved with the, the Big Man, Big Heart campaign. And we saw recently that uh, uh, a new exciting menu item has appeared at Burger U, and it's going to really good cost. So can you share a little bit more about uh, about Brit's Burger, you know, what that is, what that means, and sort of what the goal is? Yeah, so basically, Burger U is Brit's all-time favorite restaurant, just loves it. And with them being such loyal customers, um, one of the managers, Casey, he had a conversation with Jan, Britt's mother, and was like, hey, like, 
let's figure out something that we can represent Brit. And so they went home, Brit and her mom sat down and Jan asked, okay, what do you, what do you want on a burger? Like what's your favorite toppings on a burger? And they wrote them all down, sent them in and they made uh, the Brit burger. And so every Brit burger that is sold 50 cents will go back to Jan and Brit and that money will go to the GoFundMe for the next big day for Brit's bunch this upcoming season. And, and tell people more about what uh, what that is. I know you were involved in last year. It's a really cool thing. Can you give us more insight on, on what that is? Uh, so uh, last year was the first time we ever did a uh, big day for Brit's Bunch. And I had, I want to say, eight or nine um, special needs or mentally uh, handicapped kids and one or two of their parents with them come to a game. They went to... Barnes and Noble on campus where they got a swag bag of different UCF gear, hoodies, a, um, a ball for players to autograph. So after the game, I, I was able to get them kind of right outside the locker room. So players could walk out and sign their ball, um, tickets to the game, like right on the first section, they're right by our tunnel. And it was a great experience. And we knew, all right, this has to be an annual thing. So we'll be starting that back up. And right now we're shooting for the Navy game on November 19th. And we have about, I think, seven kids that awesome. we're looking to invite. Austin, go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyler, I think that's on the 20th this year, the Navy game. Uh, could be wrong. I don't know. Looking at calendars. Uh, but uh, being a part of uh, you know the organization now for two years you think you're a real like figurehead of it or <laughs> not really um still just an ambassador and doing what i can for here at ucf um yeah just taking my reins at this school and making the most of it if if you were to kind of ex expand it in a sense or be, have more of a part to it what do you think you would you would want to do with it I don't know, because, um, well, Dylan Gibbons, the, my buddy who's at FSU who started it, he's still making it basically nationwide, inviting kids from other schools. Like we have Duke, Vanderbilt, Florida, FSU, USF. So we're still – he's still slowly getting it out there for, for other guys to make it a known thing and use NIL in a positive way. Yeah, Tyler, why, why is this event important to you? Obviously, you're a college kid, you a lot of stuff going on. What, what, uh, you know, what inspires you, motivates you to get involved with causes like this? Um, I've kind of just always volunteered my time in high school. I would always sign up for, um, it's called Give Kids the World, which is actually here in Orlando. My high school do a trip and we just go and serve our time there, volunteer. And since then, it's always stuck with me. And when I got to UCF, like when I met Britt, since I met Jan and same thing, like it'd be so cool if we, if there was a way to have other kids experience the games because, you know, Jan and Britt, they're at every game possible. They, they bleed uh, gold and black. And um, so it was just one of those things, like when this opportunity showed itself, all right, like here it is. Your your dream's gonna come true. So let's just keep going at it. Well, obviously the the charity is is Brits Bunch, and, and we got Brits Burger. If people want to help out, Tyler, how can they help out? If they you know if they maybe they can't get to Orlando to get a burger right now, uh, what what are what are some different ways people can help out and, and be a part of Brits Bunch and uh, and help contribute to a big day for Brits Bunch? So I haven't officially posted the uh, campaign for the second big day for Brits Bunch. But if you go on bigmanbigheart.com, you can uh, donate to there and all that money will go to either my campaign or any of the other um, ambassadors and their campaigns. Awesome. So big man, big heart, check for uh, check for Tyler's campaign. So I got a serious question for both of you guys now. So okay. you, you see the burger on screen here. If I remember correctly, we got crispy bacon, we got pickles, we got some onion rings on there, we got some cheese. Uh, so uh, of your teammates... Which one of your teammates do you think could eat the most Brits burgers in like a 20-minute span? Who's who's taking down the most Brits burgers? Josh Cox. I'm going to go with Cheetos. 
Oh, okay. That's that. That's a good battle. That I actually like. Yeah, to see that one. Um, they'd be just because <laughs> they could. They could both put down some burgers, though. Yeah. So uh, it'd be it'd be pretty interesting to say uh, see to say the least. Uh, who would win between you two? Camden. <laughs> I, <laughs> wow. I I kind of I'm not gonna lie. I, I Tyler, how much I, I weigh you about like what fifty pounds by now? Yeah, I'm about two fifteen, two twenty. So oh, never mind. About eighty. Yeah. Yeah, even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I by size comparison, I would have a larger stomach, so I'd probably be able to down. More. Okay. All right, Tyler. Uh, now I'll have you dime out your teammates. Obviously, you spent time with the specialists. So give me a give me a battle between the kickers and the punters. Right, we got Obarski, we got Colton Boomer, Kervin, Osteen. Which of those four is eating the most Brits burgers? Just between the punters and kickers, or yeah, just, just a little guy, the punters, kickers. I might have to go with Obarski. He's, I've seen him put down some food. We're, we're roommates, and he'll, he can, he can put it away. Austin, do you have any, do you agree with that sentiment? Do you have any, uh, I, I believe I've seen Obarski put some food away at the team hotel, uh, <laughs> night before game. Uh, I, I really have, um, It'd be interesting to add uh, Mitch to the uh, the, mm. the mix, the new uh, Aussie punter. Uh, I haven't seen him really like eat. Uh, I've seen him when he's really hungry eat, but uh, not just like eat a regular meal because uh, he was with us at SeaWorld when we went a couple weeks ago. Awesome. Well, Tyler, look, we appreciate you taking some time and sharing more about uh, about Brits Burger and Big Day for Big Sponge. Again, uh, Big Man, Big Heart. Check out that campaign. I'm sure, Tyler, you'll release it more formally when it's uh, when it's time, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully within the next month, we'll start it. And you can follow Tyler on Twitter, who has the most difficult ever Twitter name to type into a uh, <laughs> to a screen. There's numbers, there's letters. I mean, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is it Tyler, Paul, I assume? Yeah. Does the three and four have significance? Was that your old number of some sort? Um, just no. put okay. three as the just E and, and four, four kind of looked like the A. So <laughs> I just okay. Fair enough. ran with Fair it. Enough. Fair enough. How about Kalia Davis? How many, how many Brits burgers do you think KD could take down? Quite a few. <laughs> he could do some damage there. They might run out of the onion rings. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Tyler, we appreciate you taking some time to join us, man. Be well. Have a great camp, and uh, we'll catch up soon, okay? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, awesome. See you tomorrow at Lyft. <laughs> Tyler, it's such such a cool thing. I mean, again, if you're a UCF fan, you you know who I don't even. It's like Cher, Madonna, like you just say Jan and Britt, and people know who that is, right? If you if you're around UCF, it's so cool to see uh, Tyler get involved, and, and all you guys really. Austin, I know you, you were talking to me before the show started about you know how, how you, you try to find those kids in the stands and say hello and make sure you take some time. And it's such a cool thing to see the camaraderie and the community effort that that all uh, all you guys have for uh, for the Orlando area. Yeah, it's. Um... Just being from here, being born, raised in Altamont, uh, it's this is this is literally my backyard. Any place I go, I've explored the streets. I have been to UCF before. It was you know before all these new buildings were built, before the arena. My dad like one day pulled me out of school, walked along the campus because there were uh, these things called geocaches on campus that we wanted yeah, to find. Yeah. So I've, I've done a lot of exploration around uh, Central Florida. So I'm. I'm always great to see people trying to get back to the community. Awesome. Let's go around the kingdom really quickly here. So uh, men's hoops looks like they'll be playing in the orange bowl basketball classic down in sunrise. That's in, uh, that's in December. Austin, do you make it out to a lot of men's basketball games on campus? Uh, I'm going to make more of an effort this year. I've made it to, I think I made it to one or two last year. Uh, and then maybe one or two in years following. Um, but I haven't really, now I'm going to make a conservative effort just because it's like, Hey, when am I going to be able to do this again? Uh, <laughs> as a student, not as yeah. I'll come back as a fan, no doubt. But uh, as a student, I'm like I, I need to make more of an effort to uh, support my other teams around me because they support us all the time. Good news for season ticket holders. Your season tickets were mailed to you or emailed to you today. So I think I saw 96% sold out season tickets. Austin, how important is that home field advantage for you guys? I imagine it's really what juices you all up, right? That home field advantage is the best thing about UCF, to say the least. Even when we're on our away games, sometimes we have a great traveling crowd, which is amazing for us. Um, you know, easy games we can point out. Cincy 2018, when we have a packed stadium, especially with home fans, it gets nuts and other like 
opposing teams, they don't like our fans when we are loud. And we sure. need to make sure, you know, you get your season tickets today, make sure you're there every game. If you can't go, get the tickets to somebody else that you know will go. Uh, shoot, send them my way. I'll give them to people that I know from work that are, are willing to go. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, we love the home field advantage. We love the energy. It, it just, we thrive off it. You know, even when the energy is like, kind of like eh, we're like nah we're gonna try to pump everyone up to get everyone back going where we need to be uh it's, it's a it's a good home slate a lot of games this year we got louisville coming to town we got cincinnati this year we got georgia tech coming it's a really good home slate of games too difference for you between night game and day game do you do you sense a, a difference in the crowd uh situationally uh i know i sense a, a kind of a difference from our student section between night game and day game uh but from the general crowd not not really like i know people are more uh amped to be at a night game because it's a little bit cooler the sun's not beating down on them as much uh, and sometimes that of course will affect other teams especially in uh, other areas like uh georgia tech uh, a couple years ago when they came down they were gassed during our day game louisville is gonna have a i think a little bit of weather trouble when it comes to it uh at least that's my thought <laughs> coming come, come to a swamp uh yeah. especially if that's a, a midday game i think it's a night game though it's a friday night game oh dang uh it's no it's 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 still gonna be pretty uh pretty warm and pretty humid uh you know but we need to get as many fans as we can in uh yes tampa stadium is a hometown game and so is fau uh yes. because we're within about three and a half hours so i expect a lot of people from the ucf side to be there if you can't get a UCF allotment ticket, just buy from FAUs. It's, it'll work just the same. <laughs> a couple other quick notes here. Uh, some champions, uh, Marlon Williams, Jordan McRae won the USFL championship, so uh, kudos to them. Knights in the community, uh, just a quick tip of the hat. One kid Orlando, Jordan Johnson, Anthony Roberson, were out all week doing a bunch of community events. Uh, they were posting some stuff on social media, so hats off to those guys uh, continuing to, to stay involved in the community. Uh, I know – you played with both those guys, I think, during your time, Austin. So good to see those guys come back around and, and still be mm-hmm. a part of some stuff. And I'd love your comments on this. Mary Vander Hayden today voted the Florida Sports Medicine Person of the Year. For those oh. who don't know, she is one of the head trainers at UCF. Austin, tell us how important Mary is to uh, to what you all do. Mary definitely makes uh, a lot of, like, when it comes to, like, big decisions. Uh, she's also the first one on the field when a player goes down, even at practice. She's out. She's over there as quick as she can get. Um, yeah, she she makes a lot of good decisions. And also, like, I bounce some questions off her about, you know, certain situations that I might be going through. And if I need help in any one way or another, she immediately calls the person that can give me the help. So she she's definitely uh, – <laughs> I just saw that did, did Austin play with Dante. No, I did not play with Dante Culpepper. Okay. Just checking, just just. But no, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm really happy. I didn't even know this myself because uh, I didn't yeah. I haven't told uh, the, the football team yet. But I'm very happy for Mary. So I'll have to. If she's in tomorrow. I'll have to say, hey, congratulations! I heard uh, about this. Uh, she does. I think she does a great job. I think our medical staff does a great job. Uh, you know, anytime. We, of course, like we got to tell, like, hey, we're kind of having a problem here uh, to even get the help that we we need. It's not like almost immediate. Uh, like they don't have a, a second, like a sixth sense. I go, oh, hey, yeah, you're having problems. But they do a really good job uh, when we tell them, hey, what this is going on. Right. All right. So now we get mailbag time, Austin. We go through user questions that they've submitted. And and listen, th- this is a special show. So special that UCF Mike hey! has even decided to join <laughs> us. Mike has made an appearance. He is here for the mailbag segment. We play some music. Mike, I got some new music uh, for us here. Do you want to want more up tempo? Do you want slow? What do you guys want? Speed it up. Hey, you guys look good. Trace, you look great, man. Get some work done <laughs> or something. You got some hair now. I like it. a little muscle. <laughs> here's the first question we'll read these out loud here this is from at 1012 network how would ucf fans feel about traveling to arizona on a regular basis obviously austin by the time we play arizona you will be a fan how do you feel about maybe traveling out to arizona to catch a game or two uh i need to give it some flyer miles now uh so that way i can uh, be able to afford some of that trip no uh you know it is what it is i mean i went out to arizona for 2018 so 
the flight is kind of annoying sometimes so you just got to pick the the right uh section basically all right we'll be fine mike you uh are you can i get you to arizona you might be able to talk into arizona it's similar weather to here it's hot there's a lot of good places to play some golf if you're into golf so it's bad it's better than the alternative of like lubbock texas and waco texas give me those arizona cities all day long wow mike i've never seen mike so excited in my life all right next one comes from brian w peterson are we all in for an all gold versus all black uniform matchup every year with Colorado if they end up in the Big 12? That would mean, I guess, we have to wear all gold at some point. Austin, this is a sensitive topic for a lot of UCF fans. The O'Leary era had the, the piss yellow gold, as we call it. If you go to your locker tomorrow and you got all gold uni sitting there, what's your reaction? Uh, like it, the Gold has to be the right color. That's just it. It's, it's hard okay. to get that UCF gold uh, in a uniform. So it, if it looks like, the, you know, the kind of piss yellow like you talked about, I, I don't know about it, but I would like to see uh, if we can get that right in the next couple of years. And I think it would be actually a really cool game to kind of get behind. Mike, are you yeah. for all gold, all black? I've always enjoyed the gold. It's part of, it's our, one of our two main colors, right? And I, like I said forever, these things go in cycles. So we went through that gold phase for about 10 years under O'Leary. It's gone away for now. It'll be back one day and people are going to love it. Next one's from Eric Lopez at Eric Lopez Elo. What's your favorite moment from the 21-22 sports calendar for UCF? So favorite thing, the thing you like the most. Austin, favorite moment from last season? It's, it's kind of hard to pick a specific moment just because I thought it was my last year. Uh, <laughs> so I had a lot of great times with, with my team. And uh, it, yeah, it's hard to pick like an exact singular moment. Wow. Okay, well, he's, he's dodging the question, Mike. I guess you gotta you gotta carry us home on this one. It was the bookends of the season. It was the opener against Boise State. You know, sitting through that rain delay, we had a great time partying out there, and then finally coming through with that win late in the night. And then the, the last game against Florida. You know, with, with O'Keefe putting the piece outside. All, I was sitting. I brought my Gator cousins to the game with me, and I got to laugh in their face the, the whole rest of the Christmas weekend. It was fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, two things stick out for me. Obviously, you got the, the peace sign, Mikey Keene's Gator Chomp with the throw it slash afterwards. And then I'll do a hat tip, Matty Bejarano with the uh, the winning run to, to send UCF softball to the regional. That was a pretty cool moment to uh, to see as well. Austin, this one's going to be right up your alley. Mike and I will, will will sit back and listen. This is from Jason. He's at NightFan94. Guns of UCF question. Who has better biceps, Gus Malzahn or Josh Heupel? Coach Malzahn definitely shows them off a lot more than Coach Heupel did. Uh, he was mo- mostly Coach Heupel was wearing that jacket during game. Uh, I don't know what they call oh, it. We know. Like, we the know. shirt yeah. jacket kind of thing. And then he would wear like sleeves and stuff too. So he didn't really show off his biceps. Just so just by showing off biceps, I'm going to go Coach Malzahn. On this well, one. Hold on. So just by showing off means that you think maybe by actual strength, Heupel has him? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> dude, Gus took a pretty big hit from Quad Bullock. I mean, he's, he's like, seems like a pretty tough dude, no? He got up. <laughs> he did get up. You, you know, know, Gus like, used to like to wear those sweater vests when he was uh, coaching dude, elsewhere. If he just wears that without a shirt under it, you know, take the guns out on it. It's hot down here in Florida. I think he could pull it off. Definitely. I know, Mike, the correct answer to that question is actually Mike Kruzak has the uh, the biggest guns. Uh, this one comes from uh, Cindy Kilgallen. Uh, loves being the underdog. With all these big changes and new conferences, do you think that UCF will keep up that fighting spirit? Austin, do you, even if we get to a big conference and we have a bunch of new rivalries, do you expect us to keep up that fighting spirit? Oh, 100%. Keep charging on. That's, that's kind of like uh, a mentality. We got take it day by day, game by game, and we're going to give our – Know, what we got to the next opponent in front of us every time. We're always fighting that uphill battle. It's been in our DNA forever. We're constantly trying to move into a better conference. Once we get to that better conference, they tell us it's not good enough anymore. So we're going to keep being that underdog until we get all the way to the top where we deserve to be. Dan Arkundiff, uh crystal ball time in 2024. What game will be the furthest west that UCF travels? So I guess he's asking us to figure out who's going to be in the conference at that point for this West game in 2024. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Washington. Just, okay. Mike? just with all the rumors going around, I'm just going to go Washington. Yeah, I don't know if Washington and Oregon are going to give in soon enough to be in there for 24. So give me one of the Arizona schools. 
Yeah, same. Uh, Provo, BYU, also sneaky. If you actually look at a map, there, there's a pretty good line between those two. I think Provo may be, uh, may be closer. Mike, you, you missed a lot of uh, time to, to talk to Austin. Any questions for Austin? I don't want to cut you off here. You know, I was listening to some of you guys on my way home just now. I heard him talking about eating some burgers and stuff. He looks like he's in great shape. Um, I, I don't know. How much are you weighing right now? You said close to 300 pounds? Yeah, so I am right now sitting at about 298, uh, I think generally around... 18 percent body fat give or take maybe 18 to 20 something like that now are you trying to bulk up now or are you trying, are you gonna cut before the season starts or what's the game plan uh right now it's just kind of been the same i've been on once i gained weight to come back during spring i've kind of been on the same consistency i'm growing more custom and i think i'm getting more uh definition uh this year more than anything uh but uh, no i'm not i'm trying to i'm at a good weight right now i'm running pretty well so i'm trying to stay the same uh, you know, I'd like to be around 300, 295 to stay throughout the entire season. Uh, who's somebody so far in this offseason that's impressed you in the weight room with the, the gains they've made from last season? Uh, two people because I work with them all the time. Uh, Matt Alexander and uh, Lee Hunter. Uh, you know, Lee, Lee Hunter only came in spring. Uh, Matt has, of course, been here since last year. I think they've both made tremendous gains uh, in the weight room and also in during conditioning. Uh, and I think they're going to be really good assets to us this year. Uh, and who's the guy, if the combine was coming up this week, who's the guy that would go out there and wow everybody with his workout numbers? Tie between Ricky Barber and Anthony, Mon Anthony Montalvo. Uh, wow. Uh, I think, well, I mean, both of them got really good numbers. Uh, it comes to every single lift. And also uh, they're quick. Uh, they're agile. Um you know, and they could definitely show their skills when it comes to like combine, uh, you know, events, and then also during like say uh, field work. If coaches wanted to come in and do do the actual NFL field work like they do in the uh, when you have the the combine day. How scary are, are Lee Hunter and Ricky Barber going to be together? Obviously, Ricky got hurt last year. We didn't see a lot of him. And Lee Hunter coming in new. You get a chance to see these guys every day. How good do you think those two guys can be? Ricky. Uh, uh, in, in my personal opinion, he's definitely he's definitely a monster. He didn't really get to show everything that he wanted to last year. Spring sparks that I saw, I'm like, this is this is gonna be something. Uh Lee definitely made improvements over spring. So if they get into the combination together during fall camp and they get rolling, it's gonna be scary. But don't sit don't sit uh on Montalvo because he's he's been training his butt off and he's gonna be a different I think different monster this season. I would never sit on Montalvo. I think that would end very poorly for me, yeah. so I, I will not do that. What's the rest of the schedule look like for you guys? Obviously, summer's still in session. When do you have to be back on campus for, for fall camp? What's the rest of the schedule look like for the next uh, couple weeks? We, we got like three or so weeks until like the end of the month. Uh, then we got like, I want to say like the last week, we got a couple days off of July, and then we're, we're uh, first day of uh, practice is August 1st, and then full Oof. go. Right around the corner. We've we've waited for a long time. It, it, it is as, as long a wait for you as players as it is for us as fans. I, I think not really because we don't end up paying attention to all like the social media stuff that comes along. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Uh, I think with fans, you kind of miss football a, a lot. And then next thing you know, all these rumor mills and stuff like conference realignments uh, and different situations kind of play into like, Oh well, this just makes us miss football even more, and the wait becomes longer. But now as a player, like we're, I think we're we're ready to go now. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, just because it's like we're in really good shape. Let's get it going. Awesome. You How'd you enjoy hosting, sport, man? We appreciate you, by the way. Go ahead, Mike. How'd you enjoy hosting the Sun Show tonight? Can we erase the trace permanently and get Austin oh. to join us as as a full time Whoa. host? Oh, Ooh, this that that's an interesting question. Controversy. Uh, I would have to. We would always have to weekly double check with uh, UCF media staff. Of that's course, that's fair. No, uh, that's that's true. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, like Trace is an integral. I think an integral part of the Sons of UCF. <laughs> anyway, uh, also I got to work on my own projects, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, I got a couple of things I need to. I want to kind of make sure that are solidified before season starts. I also got to start streaming with KD a little bit more, uh, things like that. Yeah, basic guy. Basic guy. That's a, that's a that's a polite no, Mike. But maybe we can uh, twist his arm to come back and visit us at some point during. You guys uh, don't have to twist my arm. Season. Just ask. 
<laughs> You've been a good sport, man. We appreciate you hopping in this week and spending the hour with us. And uh, I know we're going to continue to keep up with you. I know you've got your project coming up soon. I'll put it back on screen. Confessions of a College Walk-On. Uh, make sure you're checking that out on Spotify or on uh, on Apple for uh, for podcasts. He's got a good slate of stuff coming up here. So subscribe as soon as those episodes are ready. He will uh, he will put them out. You will see them in your feed as well. And obviously, we'll be rooting for you on Saturdays, Fridays, Thursdays, whatever the games are, Austin. But, <laughs> but we appreciate that. you for, uh, for coming in tonight, okay? Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate everything. All right, everybody, for uh, for Mike, for Austin, for Trace, who's not here, everybody go Knights. Charge on. Mike. Charge on. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.